0: podcast from two and a Mike is i think it's really cool and um that is what i wanted to say two and a Mike.
1: i changed the title to this series because clearly, as Vladi predicted, we're no longer focused on democracy because it has quickly become clear that democracy simply does not cover all of the necessities of a modern, innovative, growing and fair political community. It's also important to keep in mind that as much as we are focused on developing a structure which we can work on and be comfortable with, we have an eye on the next phase. Politics, much like nature, doesn't have an end point, it evolves, and it is important to have models in place that allow us to draw on data and trends, to be able to predict tendencies and flows and directions. In many ways, our discussions, uh, the priorities and principles that Vlad and I put forward, are perhaps suggestions uh, that we may take forward. None of what we discuss here is in any way suggested at reaching any kind of conclusion. But it's a beginning. And whether or not that beginning will lead to some kind of a legacy on the islands of our fictitious world, we shall see what lies ahead. Thank you very much, Vlad, for your time. I'm delighted to have you back again, Vlad. How are you? Hi, Zach. I'm doing very good. What about you? How are you doing today? Yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Um, to be honest, I, you know, I love the sunshine. We sort of talked about this uh, quickly last time as well. But uh, it's when I'm working and it's all over my screen, uh, I, I find it really hard to focus. So I've I've had to, I like the fact that the sunshine
0: is there, but I'm hiding from it. I know, I know the problem. But okay, you know, normally we're complaining because we have no sun. So uh, let's <laughs> enjoy the, the sun on the blue sky that we, we have today. It's Absolutely,
1: here in Germany, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's great also that you're back because we're going to continue this series with, uh, with regards to, uh, it's not necessarily democracy, but it's our, our political systems. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm also intrigued in re- reaching the point where we've sort of set down our, you know, our requirements or our beliefs with regards to what needs to be done to create. The society that we think will be cool um but then what follows next you know what is the next stage of our discussion how does it then move on from there um i mean i don't want to jump the gun it's just I, i'm just just to let you know these are the kind of things that i'm thinking about with regards to where we are going um because i'm always mindful of the destination if you know what i mean
0: yeah i'm getting too well let's see i can imagine um we will have a lot of fun now a lot of fun now discussing the the points that they we prepared mm-hmm. and yeah and then i can imagine we are going to have a lot of surprises and maybe i don't know we can write it down uh, do a blog i don't know i can imagine there's a lot of people interested in in their exercise and yeah but uh, I can only tell you I'm very happy about doing this because I'm learning quite a lot from you and from every single chat that we are having. Okay,
1: all right. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how much that you've got, you've got to learn from me, but a- alternative thoughts... OK, you're very kind. Um, but just as a reminder to or maybe even for some people who haven't heard the first um, discussions that we've had. So your main points, your point one was uh, history. Um, and if they want to know more of a detail um, about that, then they should try to listen to the podcast themselves. Um, then there was the the right not to participate or indeed participation in general. Um, And then qualifying to vote. So these were the first three uh, points that you raised, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that
1: was the case. Yeah. Okay. cool. So and also to update on mine. So my first three first one was rule of law. Um, The second one was uh, prioritizing social concerns. Um, and my third one was the safeguarding of certain rights such as free expression and so on so again if uh, if people want to hear those uh points in greater detail, then they should um refer to the earlier podcasts um, so yeah uh, vlad you're you're next. Points. Let's do point by point. Um, so one from you, one from me, and then that way we can get into like uh, juicy arguments. Um, but just just out of curiosity, up until now, do you have a certain order with regards to your points, or are these just overall concepts that you feel have to be integrated?
0: Mm, I would say I have an order. Yeah, because I I started with uh, I. I like to to organize my system based on my own history. Then I was talking about participation. And now I'm going to talk uh, about maybe how it's going to be like the daily business or how it's going to work. So I would say, yeah, it's not that um, it's not an order of importance. It's just the order of the process.
1: Mm -hmm. True. I think
0: all our... Important. I wouldn't say that it's uh, less important, or this point is more important to me. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's cool that you've you've got that. I mean, we
1: think along similar lines. Uh, I mean, you've gone even further back. I, I love the fact that you introduce history uh, because I think that um, yeah, history is. It's a teacher for us. Um, And unfortunately, very often we choose, and I say we as in, you know, as a species, we choose not to pay attention to the lessons uh, that history teaches us. But um, so I thought that was fantastic that you did that. I, I, I myself started with rule of law because I thought and I think that it's important to establish the framework within which all of these other elements can sort of file in. Um, and for you, that framework was the teachings of history. Uh, so we're perhaps not too far from uh, from the certain logic or sense of approach that we have. So um, that's reassuring for me, at least. Um, okay. So you're
0: yeah. Then you're, you're number four, Vlad. Okay, number four. Public offices will require qualifications to be filled. So it means that nobody just because uh, you have the citizenship of the island is able, has the capacity to be, I don't know, a congressman, a congresswoman or president or something, because um, comparing it to what's happening with what we have nowadays, you know how it is written in the constitution like if you want to be president you only have to be over 18 years of age and you have to be colombian i don't know um, british german depending on the um, on the country you are you are living or you are trying to be um, to fill an, a public office and i think that's a very bad for the system so i would start with adding qualifications that are needed in order to yeah to run an office in a very efficient and good way for society okay all right that's an interesting point it's it's similar to point
1: 3 okay so there you are saying people need to be qualified to vote here you are saying people need to be qualified to hold public office Yeah. Um, Just sort of, you know, throwing in uh, some uh, background analysis, some people would consider that to be academic elitism, um, whereby you're basically saying to people, you have to go to study uh, at least certain topics. Um, and lots of people in, in society today around the world will say, well, one minute, you know, these kinds of uh, centers of education and excellence are reserved only for uh, the elite because poorer people, generally speaking, can't afford access to these kinds of institutions. How would you deal with that criticism?
0: Yeah, I get the point And I think we are facing here two very different problems so one thing not because unfortunately there are some people that they they have no access to education that shouldn't be the excuse to allow everyone to do whatever they want even if they are not qualified so as I mentioned I don't know it was the the last time or maybe in another podcast but um I would be I would do everything so every child that is born here or in in your island has the opportunity to become a doctor, but if that isn't the case, that wouldn't allow him to be a surgeon and to 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 a, to run a, a heart operation. You know what I mean, so what I have to do is to find the uh, to find a system to create a system where the public education system is so good. Everybody has the the, the right if they want. Everybody has the same opportunity to go to a public school with, um, let's say, good quality standards. And then if they are interested in a specific topic, they can also go to college, to university. And if they want to continue uh, investigating, to continue doing some research, they can also uh, do a PhD if they want. Right. So the, the the solution here, if I would say, no, if I if I'm asking for qualifications, that would be a exclusion. That would be for me like, a, I don't know, like like the, the, the wrong solution. For me, the solution is just to have um, or let's say in order to have this point as a valid one then i have to be sure that i can offer all the citizens of my island a very good public educational system
1: okay all right so you are you are guaranteeing that on your island everybody regardless of social status or position or um the friends that they may have um, everybody is has the same opportunity of personal development if they choose to pursue it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. All right. Um, Yeah. uh, And what wonderful, if indeed that is a system which can be uh, created, then then I I agree. Um, But also, I mean, for example, when I when I think about what qualifies me to do some of the work or some of the jobs that I do, it's not simply a question of a university degree. It's not simply a question of, um, of experience and so on. I think it's also a question of understanding empathy um, and, and more than that, the ability to listen, which I I feel ha- has really helped me to do my job, um, which. Yeah, you know, for, for which some people may say, oh, OK, as a trainer, is, is that really the most important thing? Because you have to teach other people. Um, but I, I don't think that's the case necessarily. Being able to hear what other people say, being able to truly understand what their needs are, helps me uh, to act as the guide, which can you know, hopefully lead them in the direction that they already want to go. So when when we say and when you say qualification for public service, could this also include, for example, certain levels of empathy, certain levels of of understanding for how different elements within society function, um, certain levels of knowledge with regards to um, belief structures or. uh, family traditions and so on would would these also be factors of qualification
0: mm, absolutely for sure that's not that easy to to test or to see if someone is um i don't know empathetic enough or not but here we are talking let me do two points out, out of it. The first thing is, as you know, talking about reality again and what's uh, going on in, in some countries around the world, you know that you are like using public offices to do political favors. Like, OK, if you help me to, I don't know, to win the elections, then I'm going to give you one office. Even if you are qualified or not, just because we are friends, just because we belong to the same political party. So what what I'm doing here is just assuring a good quality because the the, the performance of this office is going to have a direct impact on the society. So I'm just I'm not excluding anyone. I'm just trying to to achieve a certain amount of quality that um, ends in a a better impact to, to society. And the second thing about um, the, the, the point you were mentioning right now about uh, what kind of skills are you going to test? If, uh, I'm not sure about it, but I would say that companies as an organization, they are more efficient. They are, they are more, um, yeah, let's say, organized compared to states. For sure, it's a bit easier because they are smaller. They have a very a very, com- a very uh, simple purpose com- compared to a to a society. But imagine when you are applying to a to a position for a company. I don't know uh, who cares. Um, X company, right? Then you have to see if you are able to to uh, to do this this uh, role or not. So I'm here just doing the same. Right? When when you apply for a company, they are going to start exactly with uh, the same thing that I start. Like I was talking about history, but okay, they are not going to ask for for the history of your family. They are going to ask, okay, uh, what did you do in the past? Uh, Let me know about your previous experience. Let me know about your uh, background. Let me know how was your experience with company A, B, C or D. And then the company with you, they are going to decide, okay, then you are maybe not good for this position, but you are good for the other one. And here would be the same. Right, like we are not excluding anyone. We are just, um, or, or um, going, um, <clears throat> like some steps um, backwards. We have to define what do a uh, major need to be successful in in this office. Right. And then we define it. And then everybody in the island, everybody in the island that can that can show that they have these minimum requirements can apply for the for the for the position. And OK, it's not a thing that, that we are going to, to select like a, a like in a company. Then we have elections. But then at least we have a minimum amount of quality that I think is needed. Hmm. it's it's it's
1: always interesting when i hear um some of the comparisons between public as in like with regards to state government um whether that's regional local or national it doesn't matter um and the efficiency of private enterprise um i always find it interesting because i i also tend to see that that the state has the potential to be even more organized, even more efficient, than private enterprise. But it doesn't always work out to be the case. Um, And and I I really don't understand that. Um, and, And in fact, my my next point is, is in some ways related to that. So it's interesting that you bring up this uh, this point that private companies are perhaps better organized and more efficient when it comes to um, recruiting or establishing and fulfilling targets and so on. Yeah, interesting. I, ha- I had a few other questions for you, but um, I-, I-, I don't think it's fair that I should sit here and uh, jump at you without having revealed my next point, which you can then, um, you know, jump back at me. Um, so I think it's fair to give you that opportunity too. Um, is, is there anything else you want to say with regards to your your point? Is there any sort of last, uh, you know, argument that we should consider?
0: Mm, not now.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. So my one: governments rule by right of majority voting. They must, however, represent decisions, expenses, and activities annually to a separate oversight committee chosen by the people at equal intervals to leadership elections. Well, that was very long. Yeah, sorry. Um, Some of these, that's not even the longest one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got to work on my delivery, don't I? No, 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 it's totally fine. Okay. Um, But basically when because this is the point of efficiency which you raised which is it's quite funny that you took it there um but when governments have for example during the pandemic we've seen that lots of countries have their governments have given contracts to organizations that up until then had no real history to use the magic word again within the sector that was being applied so in the uk for example there were individuals or there was at least one case of an individual um he he ran a pub um but then he received a a government grant of at least six figures i think to supply um equipment for a laboratory yeah this guy had all he had done before that was run a pub And all of a sudden, he was given this huge government contract to supply them with uh, laboratory equipment. And and that that for me um, was a bit strange. And then afterwards, it came out that this person had uh, he was he knew personally uh, certain members of the British government. uh, And so therefore, Somehow he was entered into this, I guess, preferred supplier list and was given a, a, you know, a certain amount of money um, to to provide this uh, this equipment. So um, for me, for example, that kind of thing is just not acceptable. Yeah, mm. It's not acceptable. Um, it's happened in Germany as well. It's happened, I'm sure, in other countries, too, where government contracts have been given to people who uh, were of personal acquaintances. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it shouldn't happen. You know, I'm not saying it's automatically corruption. Yeah. I'm just saying anybody who works in the public field should have a far higher standard to to follow with regards to um, um, the accounting, with regards to quality of service, uh, with regards to the uh, the purity of their decision making. Yeah, um, and and that's why I want to have a committee. Which analyzes the work of government and which then also reports that work um, without political bias so that the people on my island can properly identify the work of government.
0: Sounds great. I'm, yeah, totally agree, 100%. And I can, yeah, I, you also say it, but it's Actually, I wouldn't say the same point, but it's uh, very similar to my to my last point. And the thing is, if I'm, <laughs> I just have one big question. I, mm. I don't know. I know you were not criticizing my point. You were just saying, okay, there could be some voices, and they could maybe say, hey, you are excluding people because, uh, yeah, why should someone be qualified to, um, yeah, to, to 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 run a public office? But but here is the question. So if the people, like the, the the minister, the the major, I don't know, if they are not qualified, how can we expect from them that they are in a position that they can decide if you are a good supplier or not? So so I cannot. That that's for me like a like a logical chain, and you have mm. to start with the people who has the, the the right to make the decision. Okay, I'm working with supplier a your supplier b but if i say okay the 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 one who is taking who is making the decision ah it's fine uh, he only has to be i don't know um, german or colombian and and that's enough then i cannot expect from them that that, that this person can can make the the, the the decisions we need so for me this is a, just a, a good um how do you call it like uh, yeah it's, it's go together with my with my point and, mm-hmm. and yeah, sure. So in, in the same sense is because you were giving us an example, this, this guy who was actually, I don't know, running a pub and then mm-hmm. a, he started, I don't know, supplying the, 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 state with some medical devices. So I can imagine running, uh, not running, um, governing or, or organizing a society is by far more complicated Compared to organize some medical devices and I don't know, buying here, selling there. So, if in your opinion this guy shouldn't be the the the, the, the chosen sh- supplier, why we would allow a system where this guy could be the next president? And we don't care that in the in the past uh, he was, um, well, let's say, a good um, pub owner. You know what mm. I mean? So in, in, in the, in the, in the systems we have right now, if you are uh, you are doing great business with a pub and like, the, OK, the, your neighborhood knows you and they think, OK, you are cool. And somehow you start doing some stuff with social media and suddenly you're the next president. Because you have a big smile and because people like you and that's it. And then you are uh, there the first day of in, in office. And yeah, here is the pub owner. And now it's playing the president.
1: Mhm. I mean look you you and I have often had a discussion um in the past you know what is better a, a good dictatorship or a bad democracy. Um and, and this in many ways has been a, a subject which um lots of people have straight away said oh, no democracy wins every time and so on. Um yeah. And my my contention with the, the problem with, for example, a, a dictatorship is that if you have the first dictator who thinks about the benefits of the people and is really a good, good dictator, there is never a guarantee that the next person who comes along is going to be as good, nor indeed the one after, nor indeed the one after. But if the system that you have is such that it requires a dictator, you no longer have that control. The benefit of a democratic system is that if you have a person who is rubbish at the next election you kick them out regardless of you know what they try to say and if they promise they will change you know the people have that opportunity um with regards to dictatorship it's a bit similar with the monarchy so if you have a king or a queen um and that they're fantastic there's no guarantee that their their child or heir will also be fantastic um and I look at that, and I also take into account once again the historical element that you put in. And I also I think about the the U.S. system, yeah, because there's you know the founding fathers, um, the the Constitution, and so on. And they had all of these wonderful uh, concepts of representation um, or defending the rights, and so on. Um, but how much of those values are represented in today's political system in Washington? Uh, because I feel, you know, when you're talking about qualification, what qualifies a person to become a leader? Well, in the USA, it's money. Money yeah. qualifies you to potentially become uh, the president. And, you know, I'm not sure that was the principle that the the individuals who founded the, 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 the Constitution of the United
0: States had in mind. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I, I see what you mean, but I'm, but I'm a bit lost. So I I don't where is the the the, the maybe I'm I'm we, not we can... good at connecting the dots. But the, where, where is the I don't know like the, the the relation between what what we were discussing and 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 these kind of problems? Because what I'm what I'm telling is not about democracy against dictatorships so or the other way around. I just think qualifications are something good and. And that's the same for, for yeah um, I don't know, you know, I always try to avoid this this uh, discussion or this conflict, because in my opinion, uh, I don't really see the, the sense behind it, because mm. the way, I, at least the way I understand, democracy and dictatorship, they are not opposites. They are just different things, like uh, cars and bikes. It's like, a, you're never going to... You can tell me for now what is better for you, what's best for you, if, if a bike or a car. But there's no possibility that you can compare both in a way that at the end you say this one is better. So so for me, I don't... Yeah, I just try to avoid the the, the discussion. And yeah, in my system, I think qualifications are something needed. And, and yeah, and one thing that uh, we shouldn't forget... Uh, Public offices are by far more than the four or five offices that are very popular. So we have thousands of it within a system. Mm. So you not always need this thing with the leadership and so on. This is also a thing that, I don't know, it's a bit, uh, I wouldn't say um, overrated, but, uh, yeah, to run a public office in a very good way, you don't need to be the best leader ever as the the, the like the crucial qualification that you need for being the president. OK, I can understand it because say, you also like people are believing in you and so on. But we have thousands. Normally, the, the state is the biggest employer of every single country. And if it's not the biggest, it's like the, I don't know, second, third one. So we are talking about a lot of offices, and I'm just trying to avoid corruption. That that have because we are my, the same thing with the with the pub guy because mm-hmm. he was related to someone I don't know where in the um yeah then then he got the contract. I'm just trying to do the same with the public offices. So not because you are my friend, I'm going to offer you here to to start tomorrow working at the I don't know home office doing some stuff. You need qualifications for it, mm-hmm. and why? Because there's some work that have to be done and only if you have certain qualifications you are going to to do a a, a good work
1: mm. my, my 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 just to answer the previous the, the first point that you made there was the the the, the tenuous uh, connection it's the legacy of qualification so you know if you have um, a dictator the, the dictator's qualifications are that person's ability to take over government and to organize society in a way that they believe to be correct. And if you have a good dictator, they will do good things. But because the legacy system is not in place to ensure that the next dictator is also qualified, um, that argument would fall short in a dictatorial system in the same way as in a a sort of monarchy, Um, whereas in a democracy I feel the possibility of establishing a qualification system and one which can then be used in different generations is far more likely. So I, I just threw this in because I, I always wonder to myself, you know, how did that person become president? You know, and so when you ask the question, I mean, I think, how did how did that person become president? Yeah, Ronald Reagan was an actor, you know, um, you know for example. Zelensky um, so as
0: well,
1: yeah. Uh, absolutely, you know, um, and so therefore, there's a reason why these individuals became uh presidents. Is it simply a question of fortune? Did they somehow stumble upon a path and somebody said, Yeah, you're a good idea, why not that? Um, you know, it's not always clear. Um so therefore I, I think the the question is important about qualification. Um, but every country will clearly have their own view of what actually qualifies a person or not. Um I know lots of people who are who were very critical of Donald Trump. As president, but when yeah. it comes to analyzing Boris Johnson, are they as critical? You know, I'm again. I don't know why would the criteria be different then?
0: Yeah, I I know. I I totally agree with you. But uh, one thing that it's um, like very important to me. Um, we have at least in my opinion avoid one mistake and. Talking uh, again about cars and bikes, you cannot look at a car and try to understand it as it would be a bike because all the results of your studies analyzed are going to be wrong. So one thing that I'm seeing very often, you cannot analyze a dictatorship with democracy eyes. Because you are just gonna be confused and you are gonna not gonna get any kind of results that you can use. And for sure, when we are talking about some qualifications to 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 a yeah, to to run a public office, then we are talking we are not talking about dictatorships because in a dictatorship, you don't even have elections. So for me, I, I get your point, but for me, this is not really relevant. Because we are not talking about creating a dictatorship in in our island. We are not talking about at least not me creating a democracy in on our island. We are just trying to define like the the, the, the best way we, we think we can organize us uh, ourselves as a society. So for me this um yeah it's like if you if you start talking about a right and left within a totalitarian dictatorship like it made no sense because you you just don't have this spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if okay. the point was clear, but but I'm just trying to 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 avoid like a analyzing everything with democracy eyes, mm. because then you are going to be always you're you're not gonna never, you are never going to be happy if you are expecting from every single system for every single point that that I I'm listing or you or for every single situation, then we start doing the in my opinion. The biggest mistake that political scientists have been doing during the past 40, 50 years, they are not trying to understand systems. They are just trying to see how democratic systems are. And doing that, they are forgetting the system. So we are already like the the political science compared to, I don't know, uh, to physics, biology. We are we, we just talk in the past we are not understanding anything we can we have no tools to for example to explain what's happening in russia we have no tools to explain what's happening in colombia is this a democracy no is this a dictatorship no so what it is then mm, we don't know because uh, we just say, we can just say okay this is not democratic because a b c and d and that I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm going into another direction. But but for me, if if, if we uh, if we really want to understand ourselves, then we have to, to, to forget that idea that the um, that democracy is the, the the main goal in in in, in life.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I completely agree. Um, I'm what I'm doing is looking at the system through the eyes of a democracy, but not because I want to confirm. That a democracy is the best. What I want to do is um, test the democracy with new concepts, and if the these new concepts stand up better than the democratic principles that I have, um, then I'm more than happy to take to take on those other alternatives rather than democracy. But, However, I'm using democracy as my initial standard, and then would I you want do the
0: same. Would hmm. you do the same with a dictatorship? Like trying to like okay okay detectorship is uh, something mm-hmm, let's see if we can improve it. Well, would detect- it? Do?
1: I I you know I would depending on the situation. Yeah. Because if I find myself in in a country, let's say on my island, okay, my island, things are not going well. People are not being allowed to uh, to to behave in the way that they wish to behave. They're not they're not allowed to uh, uh, develop themselves, have education, uh, try different kinds of work. Um to feed their families in the way that they want, and then at the same time, I have the ruling class where uh, they have servants um they they can you know they 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 essentially take what they want without any respect for other people from there, I would help in uh, a revolution, yeah, and so therefore, when you create a revolution, it's always possible that a dictatorship will arise. In the initial period of that dictatorship, while control is established and while a new system is introduced, it's important to maintain control because otherwise people just lose. Um, you know, they just start killing everyone. It's a bit like the French Revolution. Yeah. As in, you know, a lot of people forget the fact that, you know, Robespierre led these killer gangs through the streets of Paris, essentially yeah. killing anybody who they thought, um, you know, that person's not a part of our revolution. Kill them. You know, um, so it, when you've even gone through the process of a revolution and you've established a dictatorship, you need to then keep control of the people who fought alongside you, because otherwise they will simply repeat the the crimes um, of the government you, you basically overthrew. Um, so from that perspective, uh, I would say, yeah, I would have to see a system also through the eyes of that dictatorship, um, and I would view it critically. Luckily, I'm not in that situation. I, hmm. I have the privilege of enjoying um, a democratic life. And so therefore I will see things through that democratic ideal, and I will test the democracy uh, that I live in, if you know hmm. what I mean. As in, I am critical of democracy because I think it's not a, it's not a perfect system. Um, and hmm. I think that far too many people uh, suffer in a democracy and that's not acceptable yeah so um you know when people say that yeah it's the best system that we've got i could say okay to an extent i may agree with you um but until i can say this is the best system for everyone then i'm not then i'm not content so from on this from this perspective i'm completely with you uh, because i, I think yeah. we ha- you know it's not good enough we have to keep going and history should not be um it should not bind our progress it should guide our progress if that makes sense
0: yeah make, make totally sense I'm totally with you but uh, yeah you know just yes, my, my problem with the generalizing because I I get the point that you are enjoying the I don't know the the, the how lucky you are mm. about living in a democracy but the thing is at least the way I I understand things. I would say you're happy about living within the German political system. Because we also have democracy in Colombia. If you take any book about political science, about uh, Latin American politics, you will see Colombia as one of the oldest and more stable um, democracies in, in South America and Latin America, right? Mm-hmm. but go there and and i I'm not sure if you would be also happy to be there. We have a lot of people really we have twenty twenty two and we have there a lot of kids that they are literally starving that they have no access to 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 um to clean water they have no access to public education they have no they have nothing and they are also living in a democracy so I can imagine that they, you are happy about having all the perks and all the benefits and all the freedom that we have. It's also my case here in Germany, but that's not cause of democracy. That's mm. cause of the German history. What a German society really achieved after the Second World War—that was really amazing, for sure. With the help of uh, the U.S. and so on, you know the 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 the, the history as as I know it. But but uh, that's a uh, so many different things. Imagine uh, the German democracy without the Marshall Plan. Imagine mm. the German democracy without the strong economy that we have here. Imagine the, the 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 German democracy with all the the know-how that we have here in terms of uh, engineers, or in terms of engineering, in terms of a. Uh, yeah, all these things. Imagine the democracy in Germany without the huge corporations that we have here, like, uh, you know, these uh, big things, uh, Siemens, BASF, and so on. Mm. Imagine... So we are using... Or we are just banalizing the, the 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 topic. And that's a thing that I really always try to avoid because we also have democracies in, in other countries. And believe me, I would be... If I'm imagining... Today, I'm I came to the world today. I was born today, right? Yes. And for some reason, I was born in a very poor family. Please, I just if I have to choose between being my my, my um my country, Colombia or China, I would do everything t- so it's gonna be China. And and but if you ask me, do you want to, to live in a democracy or dictatorship? It's like okay, I know China is not really a democracy, not at all. Right. But I know that as a poor, a poor child, as a poor man, I have more opportunities in, in this dictatorship compared to living in this democracy in Colombia. That is just uh, Yeah, I know. Yeah, we are we are having elections. We talked about it last um last uh, week or I don't know. Yeah. Some some days ago. But uh, what should I do with my right to vote if I have nothing to eat?
1: No. Yeah, no, look, I think you're perfectly right. And, uh, but this is also a, a different question, as you say. It's, this is not really only uh, the limitations of democracy. This is the realization that um, our democratic system relies upon the exploitation of other countries. Um, and we are then profiting from that exploitation. So, you know, I I can live quite well or quite comfortably in in my West uh, European country because the system here is also based upon the 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 exploitation of resources and labor in other countries. And, And that's a different system, though. That's called corporatism. And we haven't even started to talk about corporatism yet. If you see what I mean. Um, but I I, look, I completely accept what you're saying. And, and I believe that with inherent within democracy and the alliances with other democratic countries or countries which want to further develop into a democratic system, um, there should be a responsibility of mutual assistance. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Colombia is also a part of NATO. Colombia is also um, uh, uh, within the uh, European um, uh, organisation or framework for uh, cooperation um, a- a- and security. And so, therefore, there is a responsibility to assist Colombia within the European setup. Have we done enough you know, on those along those lines? I'm not sure. Does Mm -hmm. Colombia want the European Union to do more? Again, I don't know. You know, clearly Colombia has had uh, a lot of problems with dealing with its um, with the narcos, with um, the drug trade and and, and all of these issues. And this is partially why the USA and the European Union have become involved, because they want to either reduce uh, the coke trade coming out of uh, Colombia. Some might say they want to control it. I don't know yeah um but the point is that there is um a, a kind of uh, a series of alliances established with Colombia, they should most probably be doing more. That's all i can you know I, I can say on the topic
0: mm. yeah, yeah I get your point i I agree with you up to a certain point. But uh, yeah, I know we are uh, somehow part of the NATO. So we are not a member of the NATO, but we are in yeah. I don't know exactly the the, the how is the the, the frame, but the, we are like a part of the organization without being a full member. Mm-hmm. And this is very very interesting what you are saying because indirectly, what at least the way I'm understanding the future of Colombia or any other country depends on the help they get from the outside. I know that's that's not the the only thing that you are mentioning, mm-hmm. but that would be a um yeah that it's a an important point. So let's talk again about I don't know No, China wouldn't be like the best example right now, but they, let's go back to my to my first point. Let's organize the island based on our own history and culture mm-hmm. if I continue and that's what for sure Colombia is doing and many countries around the world, if I'm just continuing like just trying to do everything so at some point I can say I'm European, that's totally wrong and that's never gonna work mm-hmm. and and that's what that what I was about to talk about China like they decide so yeah yeah you are now talking for i don't know how many decades that democracy is everything you need and education is everything you need and and all these things that we are um, listening to since uh, um, the second world war uh, finished and what did they do something very different and sorry but those are facts it's not that i that i want to live in a system like china but the the the, the poverty rates the way they decrease it they did it in a way that uh, any single democracy can can show those results. So I'm not telling, like, uh, to, the, to, to my own country, hey, let's do it the, the Chinese way, because that would be the same mistake, but uh, with another goal. I'm just trying to... I don't know, I would like, like, people just... Forget what's happening the outside. For sure, we, we are an international community and it's not about being isolated. We need strong relationships to everyone, but we should stop trying to be like Europe. We should stop trying to be like China. We should stop trying to be, it's like, it's a normal thing. I If I try to be like you, even if I, if, if at some point I can say, hey, I'm, I'm achieving my goal. Yeah, but if I try to be like you, at the end, I'm still Vladdy, you know? there's not gonna be some day where i wake up and i see, huh, i'm sacked today no i'm just gonna be a copy god you know? forbid yeah <laughs> so yeah. so so that's why uh, yeah i get your point with maybe we should a uh, uh, help other countries yeah i'm a, i'm yeah totally totally uh, agree with it but that's not gonna be the solutions and and yeah that would be another topic and and i know this um that would be maybe too too big for now. But I also don't really... Not that I don't believe, but uh, but the credibility of all these international organizations... Yeah, very, very, very tough. Because they know they are just helping with their own interest and... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I just... Uh, to wrap it up, uh, I would say, try to learn about your own history and culture and... I don't know, if you want to be rich, I don't think that you have to do exactly the same thing Bill Gates did in the past because maybe you're going to just fail. So find your own way. And there are plenty of possibilities to to become rich in this world. So if you just focus on being Bill Gates on or on being, I don't know, Jeff Bezos, I'm not sure if you're going to uh, succeed with it. Find your own way and that's going to be easier. You're going to have more fun and at the end... Yeah, you are uh, discovering your own personality and being yourself, and that's the the most beautiful thing I think that we as humans can can have can do with our life, like finding our own path.
1: Yeah, I, the thing I I love it when you go on these talks um, because you you bring up and you introduce so many different elements to it, which and, and I made a note um, on some of them. Um, I agree with you um, that. It's not a question of help. This is why I, I, I tried hard to avoid using the word help. I said mutual assistance. yeah, um, Because I remember one of the most educating uh, political documents that I've read in the last 10 years was um, as, as an interview uh, that I helped translate for Broad für die Welt. And it was uh, an interview of an African leader in in a period just before the European Union was going to sit down with the African leaders and start to to talk about uh, a new path forward for um, mutual assistance and economic uh, investment in Africa, um, and so on. And this, this African leader said that these talks are great. However, there are some things that the EU has to do, which they have still not done, um, and until they do this, none of these talks will be very, very successful. And he said the first thing is um, that the, 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 the representatives of the EU have to recognize the shit that they've done in Africa up, mm. until, you know, up until now. Because sometimes he says it seems from the language as though um, the, their European ancestors never set foot in Africa that they had they done bugger all. Um, in Africa, when we, clearly we know that's not the case. Yeah. Um, another thing that they have to do is sit down as equals, um, because he said that it still seems as though European representatives come to the table in Africa and look down at the African leaders. Until you look at us in the eye um, as equals, then no agreement uh, is going to be successful. And 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 I I listened to the I read this uh, interview and I found it to be absolutely so that's so true. That yeah. is so true. So therefore, when you're saying here, no, it's not a question simply of help, because help can help. Help can be good for the short term. Yeah, there's been a disaster. Somebody comes to help. That's cool. But that's not a long term strategy. And no. if what we want to create is long term solutions that we need to think beyond. Oh, I can help you. No, I'm talking about mutual assistance where we act as friends. For the long term, something which can benefit our kids, the next generation, and so on, and, and that—that's what I think should be the right way of of, of looking at this. Um, you're also right to talk about the international organisations. I, I I'm I'm doing a workshop um, over the next couple of weeks, and the title is Reputation or Profit. Um, <laughs> and th- th- that kind of reminded me um, about that question: What's more important, um, reputation or profit? Or in the case of these international organisations, um, the work that they do, or the benefits that they get from that work, you know, it's an interesting question. Um, yeah, yeah, Vlad, what, what can I say, man? As in, we, we we've managed to get through one each year, and I think that's a fair score. Yeah. Um With regards to which one, or both, or, or how we're gonna, you know, develop our You know, because you've got your island and I've got my island, but somewhere in the distance, there's another island which we both want to, you know, build a system in. So we're going to incorporate stuff from both of our islands. And I'm wondering what's going to happen there. Um, But we're not going to find out just yet. We've got too much to talk about. So, um, yeah, Vlad. Thank you very much, man. Um, it's yeah, it's pleasure. great. It's great to have the yeah the opportunity to you know to hear your thoughts on on, on these topics. And um, yeah, I look forward to the next one.
0: Yeah, same here. Also looking forward to the next one. Thank you very much for the, yeah, for the opportunity of being here. And as I said at the very beginning, I really learning quite a lot from you. Just, uh, yeah, from time to time, I feel like challenge. And that's uh, very nice because then I have really to analyze my own arguments and just to, uh, I'm always trying to, to prove if, if I'm wrong. And talking to you, that's always a very nice exercise because I think that's a very beautiful thing that we have like the same goal, but very different paths. To achieve that goal. So, yeah, thank you very much and very looking forward to the next session.